Welcome everybody, as always, I am your host, Ethan Foster, with Common Sense Christianity, and today we are attempting to answer one of the biggest questions humans have ever asked themselves, and that is about the existence of God. Now, of course, as Christians, we believe that there is a God or creator of some sort, but is there really any evidence for him? And if so, what would that evidence look like? So... One of the best arguments for the existence of God is the teleological argument. This is a very old, but one of the most convincing arguments for God. Now, atheists will a lot of times say that there's no need for God, that everything happened by chance, but it takes a lot more faith to believe that the universe was made by chance than by saying there was a creator of some sort. So, the best example of that is our DNA. So, the DNA as we all know, is a special code that is located in our cells nucleus that programs our body, essentially, and programs uh, your cells to do certain functions. Without it, basically, our bodies wouldn't be able to exist, or life itself. Now, first of all, this is a very long code. If you were to stretch out all the DNA in your body, it would stretch from the Earth to the Sun back and forth 600 times. Think about that. And that is in every single human being on Earth. And you know what? Every single living thing on Earth. Imagine how much DNA is just stuck into there. So I pose the question of just with that basic information. If there is a code inside all of us, shouldn't there be a coder? Now, people a lot of times bring up God of the Gaps. And we already made an episode on that. So I'm not going to get too into that. But why would it even be necessary? DNA is a very creative substance. It's not just a bunch of random letters and proteins. It has a very specific job and very specific codes uh, for for, uh, the particular life form. Now, it is true that 99% of our DNA is the exact same with other people. But that 1% makes every single one of us, all the billions and billions of people in history, different, and especially different. Now, of course, this can also be used as evidence for evolution, but like I said before, that will be a totally different episode. But it's very good evidence for God, because, of course, if there is a code, you would assume there's a coder. There's a building, you assume there's a builder. So why do scientists not uh, assume this when it comes to uh, creation and divinity and things like that? It's because they are so poised uh, to prove that there is no God. They, they aren't uh, non-biasedly researching this stuff. Well, the same thing can be said with us. But they say that in their heads, they're thinking that every single explanation requires no God because they do not want it to be true. Same thing with uh, the average Christian. Every explanation has to have God behind it, essentially. So we have to try and block our bias when researching this stuff. But this is a very classic and very simple example of intelligent design. But second point we're going to get into is uh, the universe getting started, the beginning. So... Why do Christians believe that God have had to create it? Couldn't it just be chance or a mistake? It, 
The reason being is because science and space and the universe is so magnificent in their essence. How would a mistake become such a beautiful and diverse universe? Now, I will point out uh, the fact that the universe is very chaotic and a very hostile place, as most atheists point out. But that could just be the beauty of it since we don't have to live in it. We're here on Earth. And somehow, we are the only known planet to be able to harbor life. We're in this zone called the Goldilocks Zone, which I have mentioned before. And no one... No other planet has this. There's possibilities. There's uh, plenty of places where it's possible to harbor life. But there is no known uh, other life forms outside of Earth. So that shows how special it is. Could it be by chance? Uh, The Earth being here could be by chance. But the universe being created cannot. Because if the expansion rate of the universe were to change by just a single point faster, we wouldn't be here. If uh, gravity changed its force at any stronger or any less, we wouldn't be here. If we were to be any closer to the sun or any further away, we wouldn't be here. If any of the stars in the in our galaxy that we could see in uh, at night, if they moved any closer or moved farther away, we wouldn't be here. There's too many variables to be able to say there is no need for a God. It, it's honestly uh, stupid to say if you really think about it. Now, of course, when atheists um, realize the faults in the arguments, they're going to put throw out this question, which should be a very simple question that's, that uh, Christians should answer, but we always stumble upon it. And they always say, if God created man, who created God? It's funny how atheists continue to try and find alternative explanations to intelligent design. Obviously, the Bible is very clear about that the Christian God is the ultimate creator and the universe is his creation. So, therefore, the argument is invalid because God would have to be the uncreated creator. Aristotle put it as the unmoved mover. God is not a part of time. At least God the Father, at least. Uh, God the Son. Uh, actually, no, not even Jesus. Jesus isn't a part of time either. His um, human part of him is. But uh, the spirit part of him isn't. But continuing on with with this point. Uh, God created time so he can't be constrained to it. You can't be constrained to your own creation. That doesn't make any sense. He is in the past, present, and future all at the same time is the best way to put it. He's not in time. He is outside of time, looking on time and guiding uh, the events that are going on in time. So it's a very weak, pointless argument. Now, the, the common atheist realizing that his arguments aren't that reasonable will go on to say, well, what about the multiverse theory? If this theory is true, there isn't then isn't the existence of God unnecessary? Well, not necessarily. First off, this theory, even if that theory is true, that doesn't disprove the existence of God. Just because something isn't necessary doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I I could have a job that provides no benefit to society. That does not necessarily mean that my job doesn't exist. We have a lot of branches in government that are virtually pointless, but... Um, 
but are still there. They still exist to provide certain services to society. We, so that doesn't disprove God necessarily. But the second point I want to make on that particular uh, argument is there's absolutely no evidence for it. For the people that claim to have evidence for, for their particular beliefs, that has zero evidence. You can't even see the entirety of this universe. How are you going to assume there are other universes? And the third part on that point I want to make is um, what would you define another universe necessarily? That could have many definitions, but the definition in the dictionary of the universe is everything in existence. So you would have to provide a new definition of a universe. So this is a very weak argument that I totally dismiss as a reasonable explanation. So in conclusion, I find that the existence of God is the most reasonable explanation for the existence of the universe and why we are here. I attempted to make this as simple as possible for the common Christians listening to this show. Now, I will admit this does not prove Christianity, but this is a first step in moving on to say that Christianity is the most reasonable belief, the most reasonable religion in particular. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please, please, we're trying to grow our audience out. So, share this podcast with your friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, whoever. And if you have any questions, you can email us at christianleaders3 at aol.com. Or you can call us at 850-445-2959. Until next time, this is Common Sense Christianity. Thanks for listening.